2: Nine nine five gold. That's eight three three nine nine five gold eight three three nine nine five G O L D.
3: If you've got a military first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, govx.com is for you.
2: Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
3: Welcome in, everybody. Tuesday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show is kicking off right now. Appreciate you rolling with us, as always. Much to discuss. We'll be getting into all of it today with you. We have... The Bud Light boycott um, is crushing sales for that company, down 26%, which is, I think, even more than a lot of people anticipated who were pushing for this. Um, That's When you start getting close to a 30% sales drop, uh, the corporate executive folks are going to be hitting the panic button a bit. So that we're going to discuss in just a moment. Some new polling out, Trump and DeSantis, Trump topping DeSantis right now. Latest poll this, uh, reported on by The Hill. 36 points. Trump is ahead of DeSantis. Plus, Clay's got some data on who has already decided. Like, who, who in the GOP side isn't waiting to see how any primary plays out? I mean, we're expecting a Tim Scott, uh, entry into the race soon. We're expecting, uh, so Senator Scott, we're expecting, um, obviously Ron DeSantis and, and perhaps, a few others um and then we'll, we'll get into the, the latest details on it also a, a story that i want to speak to you about on the law enforcement side we have uh former minneapolis police officer uh tau uh tau tau uh or two tau who was not in any way violent against george floyd this is now going back to the george floyd incident but he was holding back bystanders. He was just another officer called to the scene. He just got four years in prison after being fired from his job. They called him uh, aiding, or uh, they charged him, and now convicted him with aiding and abetting manslaughter. Uh, which this is this is political. This is mob justice. This is wrong. Uh, we will discuss this, and then also the Biden administration, Clay, sending or considering at this point sending fifteen hundred active-duty U.S. troops to the southern border in anticipation of the deluge of illegal crossings that we are all expecting on to get even bigger, I mean, more of it, on the 11th of May when Title 42 expires. But let, let's start off with the Bud Light situation. Uh, you know, Clay, one thing I've seen on the on the right that has been interesting is the back-and-forth over... How much, how much pain is enough? I I will say I spoke to someone recently who pointed out, you know, yeah, it's the message is being sent to Bud Light, but you have distributors and salespeople and folks that had nothing to do with this who are obviously also very much being affected by it. So the right has mobilized. Is the, what's the right strategy at this point to just stay with it or to say, I think the point has been made. Bud Light should, if, and if Bud Light apologizes, Formally to its, you know, its consumers, its customers, um, move on and just let everybody know that this can happen. Or do you think that you think it's got to suffer a little bit more before the message really gets through?
2: I would add on more steam. Uh, I I think this is and and this is important because I think this is the most effective uh, brushback pitch that anyone has ever thrown. ...at a company for woke-related advertising. And let me just give you a couple of quotes here. Um, as you mentioned, they're down 26.1% from a year earlier in April of 22. That's Beer Business Daily. That's the Bud Light sales volume. And every week is continuing to get worse. Uh, Beer Business Daily said, and this is their quote... The shocking deterioration of Bud Light's market share continued through the third week of April and actually somehow worsened. We've never seen such a dramatic shift in national share in such a short period of time, Beer Business Daily wrote on its website. And I would presume that Beer Business Daily is fairly well plugged in on
3: the Beer, the Beer Business, Business Daily. I was going to say, yeah. they're, they're getting more that's of a plug here on this show than I have in a long time. I've never heard of this site before.
2: That's a that's a very specific and targeted audience that the Beer Business Daily is focused on. All right, so what is going on here? L- let me just... I, I think this is an instructive for our audience, Buck. We love all the advertisers that we have on this show. This is... Among the biggest and most lucrative radio shows, audio programs, really, anywhere in the country. But, you guys, we've been on this show for two years. Everybody out there listening, have you ever heard a beer or liquor advertised on this program? Have you ever heard a restaurant? Have you ever heard a car? Have you ever heard a TV show or a movie? Have you ever heard any sports league Advertise. I just bring all of that up because Rush was boycotted by advertisers because the woke advertising industry decided that all of you out there listening to us right now, your opinions don't matter. They consider you to be toxic to be reached. I don't care if Bud Light wants to advertise to trans people, and they're also advertising to people who believe in the Second Amendment and the Constitution, right? If Bud Light's perspective, Buck, was we want every single American to drink our beer, and so we are going to spend our advertising money evenly across the entire landscape of American thought, then I would say, okay, you know what, that makes sense. But that's not what happens. The advertising industry and the biggest brands out there are the wokest in all of America. And they have gotten rich off the idea that all they have to do is cater to the far left wing. And that's how this Dylan Mulvaney idiocy happened. Bud Light has gotten used to, as all these other brands have, Buck, that there is no negative association that ever comes from being too woke and... And this is one of the first times I've seen a real solid punchback. As people said, this is unacceptable.
3: There's a choke point here that you're you're um, addressing in our society, and that is if you can control. You know, people often say, "Why is it that there's ninety ninety five percent of journalism, quote unquote journalism, that all comes from one side of the ideological yeah. spectrum?" Right. How does how does that happen? Why are there so many more sites out there and and different corporate media outlets that are avowedly Democrat aligned and left wing than on the right? And and you know, people will say, and it's really trolling, I mean there'll be you know, if we asked Chuck Todd this, you would just say, Well, that's what the people want. No, that's actually not a function of what the people want, because we know half the country at least is right of center or center right, whatever you want to designate it as. But when they control the choke point of advertising dollars, that's effectively deciding what businesses can exist, right? So if if the ad agents, it's very hard to get going and get started. And this is one component of it. When you talk about Bud Light and their in-house ads, what about Google? What about Facebook? You start to look at the biggest. Ad agencies or rather ad purveyors really out there, yes. the ones that have more control over the advertising market than anything else. They are exercising enormous influence on all companies, not just media companies, to adopt certain political stances and to deal with their customers in a certain way. And it's pernicious because what's the accountability for that, right? I mean, what it's very tough to get at, let's say, Google or Facebook or, honestly, any of the Madison Avenue advertisers, no matter how left-wing they are, because they're a little removed from it. They're not telling the audience, we hate you, we think you're destroying our democracy. They have to say it in that register. It has to be high-pitched. Yeah. Um They're not saying that. They're saying, well, we just won't do business with center-right companies, or we'll punish any company that veers into center-right territory, or, or even refuses, and this is even more extreme, which is what we've seen, refuses to toe the line of left-wing lunacy, which is now where we are, right? Now it's if you don't have people putting their pronouns and email signatures enough, maybe they don't want to do business with you. If you're not on shot number nine and not Fauci-approved, maybe you're not going to get that huge ad campaign with, you know, Mercedes-Benz or Bud Light.
2: Well, and this is where the left has been far more successful. And you guys who listen to Rush for a long time know exactly what I'm talking about they realize that they couldn't win in the marketplace of ideas, right? If people want to come after you, Buck, or me, or anybody else, and say, hey, we think their opinion is dumb on this issue, and they want to argue against us, I welcome it. That's how the marketplace of ideas is. But the difference is, the left said, oh, we're not even going to try to win the argument with the Russian limbos of the world. We're just going to try to shut them down. And the way they tried to shut them down, again, not by winning arguments, but by trying to make this show and many other shows so toxic that major advertisers wouldn't spend money on them. And, look, there are shows out there with a pinprick of this audience that have eight different car companies, every beer under under the sun trying to advertise with them. And so my position on this is you have to send a message sometimes that the other side will punch back. And I want Bud Light to continue to suffer here because every brand, I want in the back of their head them to think about what might happen. Here's a good example from sports, Buck. You know what a great safety does in football? He makes every wide receiver coming over the middle think, this guy's going to take my head off. And he That's might not hit you say. every play, Right. It's whatever. know. I was going to say that, but Yeah, sure. yeah. He might not do it every play, but what happens is those receivers don't come across as aggressively when there's a big hitter out there. And I think there are a lot of brands right now having meetings and they're saying,
3: We don't want to get bud lighted. Do we really need to spend our money this way? Do you know have you ever seen this? And and maybe maybe we could link to these guys. Um I'll send it to the team because it made me think of this clay uh this guy Ryan Long who's a, a comedian it's fantastically um, funny yes fi- and Fisher uh who's um uh who's also a comedian and they these guys are great they do a whole thing a whole send up of left wing versus right wing we need to, we need to we need to play, a, you know, you know, cut play some cut this, of this because perfect. i mean they nail look You know, we have to take a little bit of, you know, on the, on the right, we sell freedom water. You know, I mean, that's kind of what, that's our, our sponsor is water that loves freedom. Okay. They're taking a little shot at us, but you know, the truth is, if you're buying water from people who actually love America and the Constitution, you are putting your dollars where your, uh, where your beliefs are the, to me, funnier, but they give it to both sides a little bit. The funnier part of it is when they have this guy. (laughs) who's who's a Ty fish by the way Ty fisher is his name the uh community he's he's a really funny guy and he's a conservative um he does the left-wing sponsors and i'll send this to the team we'll play some as we come back left-wing sponsors he's like hey guys welcome to the socialism hour brought to you by hbo hulu and netflix you know (laughs) or it's you know hey welcome to the communist sit down sponsored by amazon and you sit here you're like this is true They have these radical left-wing politics. If you go look at some of these podcasts that are like, yeah, like, you know, revolution, power to the people, universal basic income, somehow they're sponsored by Visa and MasterCard. But if you go on conservative shows, you know, it's, and you know what it is, it is decades of the perception building up and the activist community of the left weaponizing this that if you put money on, on a conservative show, doesn't matter what the return is. We will come after you. And that's been the perception that has now turned into just an almost universal belief. Maybe the Bud Light moment also starts to shift that a little bit.
2: Yeah, and, and here's what I would tell Bud Light if I were advising them. I would say, just announce that you're going to advertise everywhere. I would pour money into Fox News. I would pour money into Clay and Buck. I would pour money into Outkick, right? I would go out there and say... We want to try to reach every consumer. Because I'll tell you right now, this thing is landing. And what's also becoming very apparent is if you're the guy who drinks a Bud Light, a lot of your buddies are making fun of you now. And so you're just switching and you're like, I'll just drink some. I'll drink Coors Light. I'll drink Miller Light. And Hmm. that's what the data is reflecting. People aren't abandoning
3: beer. They're just drinking different brands. They're turning Bud Light into like the Crocs of beer. Remember when everybody was wearing Crocs because they were so comfortable? Then all of a sudden, if you wore Crocs on your feet, people were like, hey, man, I don't want to see the socks. But now you know what cycle
2: back? Crocs are
3: wildly are cool. popular. I know.
2: I know. My kids it's... wear Crocs like they have. The amount of money that I spent on Crocs down at uh Wait, really? Uh, Christmas Kid, the cool went, kids wear mind. the
3: Crocs now? I didn't even know. I knew they had made a little bit of a comeback, but I thought oh, it was no, for older Crocs people. Crocs are wildly
2: popular now.
3: They I don't went know from
2: imminently mockable, as you're talking about, to now – if you've got grandkids or you've got kids, there's almost a hundred percent chance they're wearing Crocs. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, okay, speaking of a company that'll stand up for you, My Pillow. Deal of the year going right now, just in time for Mother's Day. My slippers, they are amazing. Hundred and fifty dollar value. They're on sale for just twenty five bucks a pair. They have an exclusive patented four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. Makes them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable. My slippers help relieve stress on your feet. You'll feel it instantly when you slide them on. You can wear them anytime, anywhere, even outside. Go online to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square to get a pair of these all-season slippers for 25 bucks regularly priced at 149 98 You're limited to 10 pairs at checkout right now. You can buy them for all the women in your life just in time for Mother's Day. Go and use our names Clay and Buck. You can also call 800-792-3269. My wife sleeps in these things. She loves them. She's bought them for all her friends, and she's already bought 10 more pairs at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use Clay and Buck. Do it today. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton.
0: Chalk up a win for team reality. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
3: Call
2: 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time,
0: 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
1: Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details.
0: Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck
2: Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the Tuesday edition of the program. Um, we're going to play, maybe in the next segment, some of that fun uh, as we were discussing advertiser callouts. outs um, Because I do, I do think... This is a big story. But the positive is it can shift really, really quickly. And, Buck, I wanted to play this because the Biden White House has now essentially ended all restrictions on people coming into the country uh as it pertains to COVID. And I know you played on Friday, Randy Weingarten getting called out to her face over the lies that she's been telling how about CNN now? Aaron Burnett says, going after Vivek Murthy, the surgeon general, asking why kids had to wear masks. Quote, from a broad public health standpoint, at the population level, masks work at the margins, maybe 10%. But for an individual who religiously wears a mask, a well fitted KN95 or N95, it's not at the margin, it really does work. Do
1: you see how some find this an extremely significant statement? because for most of us we were told it didn't matter what kind of mask Mm -hmm. any mask was good our kids had to wear masks for an extra year and a half in school and none of them wore them the right way that hearing that is upsetting to a lot of people well i can
3: certainly understand that for many people who were listening closely to the messages that were coming through and guidance as to what to do when they recognize that sometimes guidance shifted and evolved over time that could be disconcerting they lied to you they lied to you is what actually happened And now people in this audience knew that, Clay. But also, this was an intelligence test. And our people, our side, knew that masks were a joke. It was the oh-so-smart coastal elite Democrats that were masking up their kids in school all day. I just
2: love that suddenly the truth can be told on CNN. And I think it's significant. We'll talk about that because they're now trying to bring Trump on for a town hall, which is a pretty big deal. Small business owners being getting a break from the IRS, believe it or not. A plan called... The employee retention credit, that's the ERC, giving small business operators that have survived the last three years with a refund of up to $26,000 per employee. Here's how you do it. Go to GetRefunds.com. Get started in less than 10 minutes. You can see if your business qualifies. GetRefunds.com already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds. They may be able to help you as well. No upfront charges. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated info. Don't let this opportunity pass you by because the payroll tax refund is only available for a limited time. GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com.
3: Welcome back to Clay and Buck. 800-282-2882 on those phone lines. I'm really curious to hear um, what a lot of you think about the decision made by uh, President Trump, number forty-five, to go with a CNN town hall next week. Now, now we've said this before. Clay and I both know uh, Caitlin Collins a little bit. She's she's a she's a nice lady. Um, not one of the uh, infamous left-wing hatchet men or hatchet women over there, in, in, in the way that a lot of the other hosts are. But I think it's an interesting move, Clay, because it leaves certainly leaves open the possibility that what Trump is going to say is that he's not even running a primary campaign, really. He's ahead by now almost 40 points. So, you know, we asked this question yesterday, and we asked it in all earnestness. Like, okay, we want Trump's the nominee. Trump, we want to win. How does he get there? What does it look like? What's the strategy? And independent voters... Won them in 2016, what happened? Didn't win them based on the numbers in 2020, so we know where we are. I think Trump may be able to put this as reaching beyond the you know the, the GOP base and trying to, because there are some, there's not a lot of people watching CNN, obviously, but there are some independents watching CNN, and a lot more people are going to watch CNN for this Trump town hall, certainly than normally would, so for them, makes a lot of sense from a business perspective, how do you see the politics of this? Because it seems like to get into this so early on, it's definitely a move. There's definitely something going on in the Trump camp here that wasn't necessarily what people expected. I think it's super smart of Trump to do the CNN town hall. You know that it's going to be unfair.
2: You know that it's going to be rigged somewhat against him. But there are going to be millions of people who watch And I think Trump, when he can get in front of an audience that expects him to be Satan and they actually watch him and he seems fairly likable and fairly reasonable and fairly competent, it's a huge win. And I'm actually less surprised that Trump would do it and more surprised to me, Buck, this ties in with Randy Weingarten not being protected anymore. Vivek Murthy not being protected anymore. It feels to me like CNN is actually making a concerted effort to be somewhat somewhat of a fair and reasonable network, right? And I think putting Trump on, the CNN base audience, to the extent it still exists, I would think would be losing its mind over this decision and with the firing of Don Lemon with the firing of Brian Stelter with the people that they have kicked to the curb CNN seems to me to be making a concerted effort to tell you hey we're not trying to say you and the maga voters are all evil now which was clearly the jeff zucker directive that went down basically from the moment trump was elected because remember he had a pretty good repu- he had a pretty good relationship with CNN until he actually won and then it was like oh crap what have we done I think this is super smart of of Trump I also think Buck this allows Trump to say if he doesn't go and do the RNC debates in August he can be like look I went and did a town hall with CNN everybody can hear my opinion but it's his opinion without somebody being able to challenge it who's
3: trying to win the nomination so I think this is a huge
2: win for Trump
3: I just don't see, you know, Caitlin uh, Collins, who's the host of this. It, that to me is interesting. I mean, not just, you know, I always say this too. I feel like I have an obligation. If I know, if I know and like somebody in real life, one, I'm not going to trash them on a show. And two, I always feel like I should tell the audience, right? They say it's like, if you have a vested interest in a company, right? And you've got to, you've got to disclose. If someone is uh, a nice person in real life that I know, I want to disclose that. But objectively speaking, Caitlin is an interesting choice for CNN to what you were saying because she's not. If I was sitting in that room with you know Zucker and, and the rest of the CNN cabal back when they became the anti-Trump network, Caitlin would be one of the last choices for an ambush. Yeah, now, I'm not. We'll, we'll see what ends up happening. I, obviously, it hasn't been uh, it hasn't been aired yet. Um, we haven't uh, actually seen what the questions are, etc. But there are other people still on the CNN payroll. Who, if you were trying to set Trump up for a totally unfair look to your point, they're going to pick and choose questions that are going to be hard for him. They're, they're yes. not going to pick an audience that's favorable to him. It's rigged, but it's going to be a, it's rigged differently than what I think you would see if you had to, Don Lemon could have been hosting this thing is basically what I'm saying. I mean, not anymore, but he could have been somebody that you would have picked and said, this whole thing is a scam and a sham. So I do think it's interesting if. Trump is able to come through this and look pretty reasonable to the moderate voters, whatever numbers they're going to be in watching CNN, because like we said yesterday, the big question is how does he win back those those independents? And I think he's going to just take it as an opportunity to focus on how crappy the Biden administration's been to this point. And the economy right now, it's still amazing, Clay, how little focus there is on bank failures, perhaps more bank failures, uh, commercial real estate sector everyone's kind of like yeah everything's everything's just fine i don't know yeah look
2: here's the other thing i would say only do live you know that there's the uh the the, the great clip effort will do it live uh that everybody shares all the time of bill o'reilly getting upset because uh the taping couldn't go on if i were trump And I were advising him right now. And by the way, I would say the same thing to Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Vivek Ramaswamy, anybody else out there that's running for president. Don't do recorded interviews because, you know this, Buck, when you sit for a... Unless it's someone that you love. All right. If you want to do a recorded interview with Sean Hannity and you know he's going to be fair or Tucker, as Trump did, and you know he's going to be fair. that's just based on
3: trust. You actually trust that person and, you know, you put. You can put trust in – I put trust in a pilot today to get me, you know, to Nashville. So you got to yes. put trust in people sometimes.
2: So I, w- I won't do recorded interviews at this point unless the entire interview is going to air. And that's because if somebody wants to take issue with one of my opinions, you know, we talk for three hours every day. They can do it. But I don't want to talk to somebody for an hour – and have them take three sentences of my quotes and take them out of context. And I certainly don't want that to happen if I'm running for president of the United States. I, don't I want them to do, hear everything.
3: I, I feel very strongly about this, but there's been a whole shift here. I mean, I, I think back to uh, even when I when I left government work and started in, in media clay, there was just this expectation that you were going to get Romney-style fed to the left wing wolves in the media and just take it right bush for how many years just you know oh, i'm gonna sit down with the new york times they're gonna say you know i'm i'm really stupid and and they're gonna you know do all these cartoons where my eyes are too close together and i'm some you know I- imbecile and and there was just this punching bag mentality for the gop and including not just sitting presidents but in presidential elections where you would have I mean, who was it uh, remember when jo- uh, john harwood With That guy who went over to CNN, used to be at uh, CNBC, one of those places. It was just so obvious from one of the early Republican primary debates in the 2016 cycle that he was a hatchet man, right? That he's just there to attack people, undermine them, do the bidding of the left. People have changed their thinking on this now. The RNC finally, you know, even a broken clock, right? The RNC is finally seeing this for what it is and changing their approach to how we should interact with media. But I I won't even do the... You know, I used to think, well, if you give them a written quote, what can they do with that in terms of regime media? So when the New York Times or Politico or any of them come to me and say, you know, would you like to give written comment on this or whatever? There was a time when I would say, you know what, you know, what are they going to do if I if they have to use the words I give them as a record of that? Yeah, well, what if they introduce you as, you know, COVID denying right wing extremist blah, 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 and then put your quote there? What's the point? People have to understand what the game is that they're really in. They're activists, they're partisans, and they're not looking to be honest. We'll see if CNN decides that it wants to be slightly less extreme in its inclination to help Democrats in order to try to attract viewers, which they could start to do if they changed it up a little bit.
2: No doubt. And again, I always say, and we've said the same thing on this program, if The View wanted me to go on And even if I knew they were going to be unfair and they were going to rip me, I feel like in speaking to The View's audience, even if 70% of them are like, I hate Clay Travis, he's the worst human being ever, 30% of them might be persuadable. I would go on CNN Town Hall Live if I were Trump in a heartbeat because... The 70% who think you're the devil are unlikely to be sated by your devilry because he's not actually that much of an awful human being when you actually watch him, right? The, the idea that they have built up of Trump in their in their brains is so unfulfilled by Trump himself. And then there's 30% of people that I think are persuadable, even who are watching on CNN, and they're going to agree with a lot of what Trump says, because it's much of it rational,
3: reasonable, fairly moderate in nature, Buck. The best Trump we've seen is, I mean, in terms of just performance, right, in terms of connection, is live, unscripted Trump. That's the Trump yes. that has a political magic that that others on the right and the left aren't able to match. So we'll see if he's able to pull it off in this uh, town hall. But, I mean, I look, here we are talking about it. I'm going to watch
2: I can't wait next week.
3: Yeah. You know, there are steps you can take to protect yourself from pickpockets, like not putting your wallet in your back pocket or leaving your bag unattended. Pretty basic stuff, right? But what have you done to protect yourself from cybercrime, which is something you should be much more concerned about these days? Because hackers are like digital pickpockets. They steal your information. You don't even know what's happening until they've already opened bogus accounts in your name. Believe me, I've been through it. It is not fun. There's a way to protect yourself with LifeLock online identity theft protection. Their systems monitor the web for evidence and patterns of illegal online behavior. When they see your info involved and your LifeLock member, they're in touch with you immediately. That's how quick LifeLock operates. And if you're a victim of this crime, their restoration specialist will help you restore your good name. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to lifelock.com and use my name, BUCK, as the promo code for 25% off.
2: Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only.
3: Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
2: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
3: You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two,
2: Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
1: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert.
0: <sighs>
1: Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.
2: Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton show rolling through the Tuesday edition of the program closing up the first hour encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast you can find us on YouTube as well basically you can find us anywhere type in Clay Travis Buck Sexton on any of the social media apps boom can I can subscribe to the
3: show Can I just throw out a quick uh, a quick I don't know if we call it a mulligan but Clay there were a handful of different people in the airport today in nashville who were like clay they pointed me they go clay and buck i'm like not technically my name but yes i you know i was very nice of them I appreciate, but i had to run because i had to make it to the studio in time so i felt badly usually i'd stop and you know chat say hi buy yeah, a sandwich take a selfie whatever but i was like sprinting through the airport but i thought that was funny too they're like clay and buck i'm like yeah that guy. we're doing we're
2: doing well in my hometown of nashville you're down here i'm gonna go golf uh, out at Troubadour, which I haven't played before. With Are you several... any good? No, I, I I was just... You know, the last time I golfed, actually, was in... When were we up with Trump at uh, at the Live Golf event? Remember, I, I played in the Pro-Am there. So uh, I played with Brooks Kepka, I played with uh, Pat Perez. Like, I was out on that course. That is the last time I had a golf club in my hand, I think. So it's been, like, ten months, nine months... It's going to be a massacre out there today. I'm teeing off at at 3 Central right after we finish the show here in a little bit. And I was literally, as we were in that commercial break, just thinking about how many awful shots I'm going to hit and also wondering at what point do, like, I have no idea how the other guys, like Frank Siller from Tunnel to Towers, we got a bunch of advertisers in town this week. I have no idea how good they are and is my awful golf game going to reflect on what they think of the radio show like could i be so bad at golf that they're like i i don't know why this guy does radio either you know if you're so bad at something so uh I, we appreciate all the advertisers by the way but this also ties in with what we began the show talking about the huge boycott the backlash on bud light this is uh ryan long and who was the other comedian you gave him uh, a shout tyler
3: out. ty uh tyler fisher
2: Tyler Fisher and Ryan Long, and they are satirizing the difference between left-wing media and right-wing media. Uh, Listen to... When it comes to sponsors, specifically. Yes, when it comes to sponsors. sponsors. Here it is. All right, comrades, this next segment is brought to you by Monsanto and PepsiCo. and that tax the rich moment was brought to you by Amazon and China, National Patrol, yeah. Angie's List <laughs> and Chase Bank, Citadel and Berkshire Hathaway.
1: This podcast is also a collaboration with Netflix podcast studio, HBO and Hulu. State Farm Insurance, if you want to say it. 10 reasons why you should get boosted, brought to you by Pfizer.
3: <laughs> all right. Perfect. So, so it's that perfect. is perfect. It's so true. This is like the well, socialism hour. I love it.
2: Well cut left wing media. You heard all the big brands that will sponsor it. Here is what right wing media sounds like when it goes
3: to ad reads. Now this episode is brought to you by Bunker Vitamins. The world is ending, folks. You're gonna want all the nutrients that you can get. Now this is an anti-critical race theory cup. For those of you who hate propaganda, you're gonna love drinking out of this. This is just a mug that says liberals are bad. Folks, I can't wait to tell you about this new product, Freedom Water. Now this is just a jug of water for those who love freedom. Good old fashioned American H2O. January 6th commemorative patriot plungers. Now, if you use the promo code election stole. Now this is second amendment computer paper here. It's just a blank sheet of paper for those out there that love the second amendment now that left-wing cringe moment was brought to you by america first dirt now this is just good old-fashioned american dirt
2: <laughs> that is perfect that i mean it is satirizing it but that is how successful left-wing media has been when it comes to restricting big media big company spend on shows like this and that is why i think the bud light Uh, impact is so significant because my argument would be look I don't really want to cancel any brands I want all brands to respect every bit of their audience and spend their money widely I I,
3: I think you're you're establishing a principle which is a company that wants to use different messaging to reach the widest possible customer base in America that's fine that's capitalism yes a company that would rather lose money refuse to advertise to basically half the country and only advertise to a far-left political segment, in some cases, at the expense of its bottom line, that's got to get called out, and that's what's happening. Especially when the audience for Bud Light is
2: listening to this show right now, right? I know the Bud Light audience. I talk to them for college football, for the NFL all the time. And this is what got me fired up, Buck, when Jack Daniels pulled my advertising because I said, yeah, I don't agree with sandblasting words off of Vanderbilt University buildings. It's not just that they're embracing left-wing advertising. It's they're embracing advertising that their audience doesn't even listen to. And that is what the left has done in this country. They have so efficiently and effectively mobilized to try to combat ideas they don't like. That they go directly after advertisers, it's time to punch back.
3: And this is huge, by the way. Creating the ad base for conservative businesses is critical.
0: Hey, have you ever
1: used Cheapo Air?
2: For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points.
0: Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air.
2: Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation.
3: The Foundation's gold star, fallen first responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families.
2: The Foundation's never-forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and... The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute's educating kids in K-12 through 12 grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget.
3: More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. the number two, t, dot, org.
2: So you can have more money to travel with this summer.